You're listening to Reinvent Ideal, dating and life advice for men. So you're struggling though, you need some help? The wisdom you need when you're depressed and no one cares because you're not a chick. Well, we're all enjoying our day. We're going to lose 12 men to suicide today. Your weekly red pill prescription. It's a place for unguarded conversations to investigate with a council of men the riddles of life. With Cairo Copeland. What I really want to share with you today is a little gizmo called the Wheel of Likelihood, which can really help you get into the right mindset when it comes to approaching and to just understand that while it's difficult and you don't like the rejection, if it occurs, a lot of times it really has nothing to do with you. The first thing to bear in mind is that it's strictly numbers. You see, this is just like one particular type of business, a business that does something strange. It pays money to its customers when they die. The customers pay them money when they're alive, but then they get it back and quite possibly more when they die. And since everyone dies, customer or not, this business will have to dish out dollars upon the death of each of its customers. Yet, somehow, this has managed to be a very profitable business. Now, I'm talking about life insurance. How is it that these life insurance companies are able to remain solvent, let alone profitable, when each customer they take on is guaranteed to become an expense? Well, throughout the customer's life, they are a cash-paying asset on the company's balance sheet, but they literally become a costly liability at their death. And if enough of the customers were to die, the dogpiling of liabilities could be catastrophic to the company and run it out of business. But you see, these companies have a very useful tool on their side, and that's large numbers. There's something about large numbers that allows the occurrences of bad possibilities to be reduced and the occurrences of good or mellow possibilities to increase. The more policyholders a life insurance company has, the less likely they are to suffer from a catastrophic tidal wave of death claims. Because it's not like everybody is going to die all at once. And the same goes for investing in stocks. The more of them you invest in, the less likely you are to lose your money because it's less likely for all these different companies to go bust all at the same time. So in the same way, you must remember to use numbers to your advantage when you're making approaches or when you're prospecting new women. The more of them that you do, the more success you will have. And it will become very tempting, particularly after a successful one, to quit and count your blessings. Like, eh, may as well end on a good note, you might think. But really, the high from your last success will carry over into new ones, and they compound on each other. Or, once you've had a real tough rejection, it'll be most tempting to put an end to the suffering by giving up here. But this is also the wrong move, because the woman that can immediately turn your day from bad to good may be just around the corner. So what you want to remember is that randomness is in charge. Don't be fooled by randomness. See, randomness governs just about everything in the universe, especially when it comes to human interaction. A lot of it is very random. Uh, there's a book by Nassim Taleb, Fooled by Randomness, and in that book he states that you can be doing everything right and still fail, but then also you can be doing everything wrong and still succeed. And the latter is the greater danger to the world. Someone who thinks they know the right thing to do because of past success. And this is precisely what you don't want to be. You have one or two approaches that go well, even though you did everything poorly, or you did them amateurly because you had no time to hone your skills. But when you step back out into the real world, you're doomed to fail because you didn't believe your skills needed any sharpening, so you did nothing to that effect. And you go out with very low 
unsharpened skills, and you make a mess of your approaches and interactions. But take a look on the flip side. When you're doing everything right, but you still have no success, if you continue to press on and do more approaches, that's going to have you solidify doing everything right. You see, the fact of the matter is that randomness reigns because there are just too many factors that play into her decision of whether or not she wants to talk to you. And those are inner factors, outer factors, and contextual variables. And these things make up the wheel of likelihood. Now, the inner factors are things like emotional and social intelligence, like does she possess enough of it to understand what you're attempting to do, or do you possess enough of it to appear attractive to her? Mood is another one. Is she in a good social mood at the moment, or does your mood convey friendliness and safety? Uh, there's also readiness for fun. Is she in a ready position for fun? Remember, women are the only organism on Earth that is occasionally not in the mood for sex. So the same goes for fun. Then there's also outer factors, and what some of those are is uh, fitness. Is your body within her standards of what she'd consider acceptably fit? Uh, grooming? Do you look well-groomed at the moment? Does she feel well-groomed at the moment? And wardrobe? Are you dressed in a manner that's easy to look at? Yeah, you got clothes on that fit, the colors are uh, coordinated, or you got baggy clothes on that look disheveled, or the colors are just such an eyesore when combined together. And then it's also, does she feel good about how she's dressed? All these things all factor in to whether or not your interaction is going to go smoothly, or whether she's going to shut it down and reject you early on. Then there's also contextual variables, like the availability of her. Is she even single? Did she just get out of a relationship? Is she dating someone and hoping it becomes serious eventually? There's the social context. Uh, does the venue encourage strangers to talk to each other? Or does it encourage them to flirt with each other? Or is that just not something that's even within the realm of what you would expect at this venue? And then there's also her ovular cycle. Is she ovulating or is she menstruating? Those things are all going to affect whether or not she accepts or rejects you. So as you can see, there are too many factors that are far beyond your control. And you don't need to control them. The only thing you need to do to make things better is to keep approaching over and over again. You don't have to win every time. You just need to try many times. It's not your job to make every woman like you. It's your job to find the ones that do. It's just like what we say with spinning plates or optimizing your options or working a rotation. Whenever some of them fall out of your rotation, whenever you lose some, the answer is to just go out and get more. Just keep building the numbers. It works when you have relationships and are dating them non-exclusively, and it works when you're seeking them and doing these approaches. The more women you talk to, the more likely you are to forget all about the ones that didn't go well. So you won't dwell on them, and they won't affect your confidence in the long run. And early on, don't see the women as potential lovers. What you want to see them as is social stepping stones to help you improve. You see, the agenda is not to solidify a relationship with them. You see, oddly enough, uh, they like you better the less you try to do that. The less thinking you do beforehand, the better you end up. So you don't want to read for signs of interest or disinterest. And what I want you to think about when you're doing these here is, remember the mindset of, I don't care about this specific woman. I only care about getting better with women in general. That's all you're trying to do. You're not trying to get this specific woman. You're just trying to get better with women. So you should only maintain a child's mindset of curiosity and discovery. You know, no matter what it is the child encounters, or it's uh, safe or dangerous, their thought is, hey, let me get a closer look. You will never regret an approach. You will only regret not doing one. I can tell you this from personal experience. As one time, I had a blind date set up. 
that I was uh, already planning to go to for the day. This was uh, a couple of years ago. And before the uh, date, I was going to uh, go to Walmart. I had a few back and forth emails with my blind date. Her name was May, but that was it. Didn't uh, know what she looked like or anything. So the day I was supposed to meet her, I wanted to rush in a quick trip to Walmart to get a few things. And when I was there, well, there I see most gorgeous Asian woman I'd ever seen. Yeah, everything within me was shouting at me, you really got to go talk to her. Don't let this one walk out of your life. And I really wanted to. Yeah, I had the... Uh, confidence back then to go talk to strangers, but I remembered I had a date with May coming up here, so I was afraid of being late for that date and decided not to approach this one. And sometimes the problem is not being afraid, the problem is being too preoccupied. But I can tell you, when I left Walmart and was driving to my blind date, I was pretty upset with myself for not taking the chance to talk to that one girl, because she was amazing. But I was staying hopeful that, you know, maybe May would be the same. But when I finally get to the uh, date with her, I was very disappointed because she was, she was not ugly, but she was just kind of plain. So the whole date, I was beating myself up on the inside for missing the opportunity with the beautiful Asian girl that I saw at Walmart and was very upset with myself for letting that opportunity pass me by. So you'll never regret doing an approach. You'll only regret not doing one. And that is it for us today. Thank you very much for listening. But one more thing before you go, I'll make you a deal. Wherever you listen to this podcast, whether it's Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher, if you leave me a review on that platform and you screenshot that review and send it to me in an email to Cairo at reinventideal.com, that's Cairo at reinventideal.com, I will send you a copy of my free ebook, The Drama Free Relationship, How to Tame and Train Your Girlfriend. Because here's the deal, in today's world, you do have to condition bad habits out of a woman that you are in a long-term relationship with, a woman that you choose to make your girlfriend. You're going to have to condition bad habits out of her. This book will show you how to avoid much of the drama and pain that could inevitably be caused based on the conditioning that she has received prior to being in a relationship with you. So that's the drama-free relationship. How to tame and train your girlfriend. I will send it to you for free if you send me a screenshot of your review to Cairo at reinventideal.com. Please remember that the bull gets blocked right here because I am my brother's keeper and I got your back. Thank you for listening to Reinvent Ideal with Cairo Copeland, your weekly red pill prescription. See more at reinventideal.com. Reinvent Ideal, what to do when you're depressed and no one cares because you're not a chick. Are you a man with a limited social life or has a limited amount of fun in his life? Does it bother you that there are only a few people that you can call real friends? Do you wake up next to a woman you don't love and doesn't love you back? Are you trapped in a job you hate because you have a wife and kids to pay for? Or are you just afraid of becoming this guy? If so, this book is for you. Who should read? Men who are tired of constantly giving to make others happy while no one does the same for you. Afraid that your social life will evaporate if they stop putting the effort to keep it alive. When you're in relationships, but your relationships are often marred with drama. And for men who are also tired of the advice, happy wife, happy life, because it doesn't work. 
Many guys wish their lives turned out to be like Kevin Hart's character from The Wedding Ringer, but many of them end up like Kevin Spacey in American Beauty, at best, or like Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, at worst. What went wrong in their lives? How do you fix it? How do you prevent it? This book is the missing manual to life as a male. What if the advice you're told on how to live your life is outdated and will only make you miserable? Things like go to school, get good grades so you can get a good job, so you can attract a quality woman, so you can marry her and have kids and climb the corporate ladder. Despite the evidence that this advice doesn't work, it still gets pushed as the ideal to strive for. It's time to reinvent what is the ideal life for a male. So in this book you will discover how to improve or get out of a loveless relationship with an unpleasant woman. Rid yourself of the pressures to follow the expected script of your life to get married and sacrifice your dreams for a woman. Instantly become content with your life just by thinking. Become the type of man that both women are attracted to and the world favors and rewards. Find a purpose and reason to endure the difficulties of life. Create the inner strength that prevents you from being a pushover. Take shortcuts to confidence. Overcome mental blocks to your own happiness, most of which you don't even know are there. Get the most out of being male at reinventideal.com slash ideal. That's reinventideal.com slash ideal.